Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you being influenced? If you watched a blockbuster film in the last decade, then there's a chance it's been influenced by the Chinese Communist Party. Here's the reality. The CCP may be running the largest influence campaign in history. In Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, investigative reporter Tiffany Meyer reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free at hollywoodtakeover.com slash jesse. Jesse Kelly here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, instinct may drive you to reach for lethal means immediately. But we all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of deadly force. Enter the Berna Less Lethal Pistol Launcher equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to incapacitate an attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states, requires no background checks, and can be shipped right to your door. Visit Berna.com slash Jesse now for an exclusive 10% discount. Nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter tank of gas. You know what it will get you, though? For just 20 bucks a month, you can get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data from my sponsor and my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Make the switch today and save an additional 50% off your first month. Choose a wireless company who shares our values. Go to puretalk.com slash jesse to switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries. That's puretalk.com slash jesse. Inflation sucks. I'm awesome. Evita Duffy is here. Gordon Chang is here. Election news. All that's coming up on I'm Right. You know Halloween's coming up? Uh, don't worry. Don't, we'll get to the inflation stuff in a minute. I need to focus on what's important here. Me. Every year, well, I shouldn't say every year, most years in my neighborhood, we do a gigantic Halloween party. Just couples only. No kids allowed. Couples only. Everyone brings food. And, and that's why, why, by the way, that's why I wasn't here. Today we'll go into that another time. But everyone brings food, and, and it's a good time. And there's a, there's a, a competition best costumes. I want you to know that the election cheating problem in this country has not been solved. You see, this is my costume. See me there with the wife? You know what that belt says? That belt says NCAA women's boxing champion or something to that effect. That's what it says. You see hers says second place. She's all beat up. That's hilarious, right? Hilarious? The people who attend the party, they voted. 
Now, I can't say that a bunch of votes came in late at night to give other people the win over us. I can't say there were voting machine issues, potentially. I can't say there were issues with ballot drop boxes. I don't know what all happened, but I do know this. Something happened. Because there's no way that couple there that you saw in that picture, there's no way they lost the competition. Yet somehow, when they announced the winner, that couple's name did not get called out. We're digging into it. We're getting lawsuits and subpoenas. I'll keep you updated as time goes on. Now, that's me. Let's talk about you. Let's talk about the fact your Halloween candy is going to cost 13% more this year than it did last year. 13.1% as a result, actually, of inflation. 13%. You know that 25%, one in four of Americans, they're skipping Thanksgiving. This is one of those things I've tried to explain to people. These, these politicians in Washington, it's not just that they hate us. They don't have any idea what normal people go through because they're all rich. They all have a million different hookups at all. They, they, they don't miss out on anything. There's nobody in the Biden administration who's going to skip a single thing for Thanksgiving. They either make enough money or they know a guy who knows a guy. They're all going to have the best of the best. So they don't realize what it means that one quarter of the United States of America, they're out on Thanksgiving this year. They simply, the numbers don't add up. American families, $6,000 per household. That's what they've lost under Joe Biden. And when you're out of touch, when you're some kind of elitist in Washington, D.C., that doesn't mean anything to you. I know that sounds crazy, but $6,000, that's tons of money. But these people, they live so, such a life of privilege that $6,000, it's nothing to them. It just means nothing. And even if they don't make quite enough yet, and it means a little something, they believe in their sick communist religion so much that they just miss it. They just dismiss it as being not important. And that, that is why we come back once again to the one word I'd use. There are a bunch of different words you could use, but the one word I would use to describe the Biden administration, I've said it over and over and over and over and over again. The best word I'd use to describe these people is cold. They're just so cold. It's been an avalanche of bad news for almost two years now since Joe Biden was elected. Just bad news, bad news, bad news, inflation and gas prices and over and over. Bad news, bad news, bad news. And with this bad news comes the knowledge that that is normal people. That's you seeing a reduction in your standard of living. You don't eat as well. You don't go out as much. Your clothes aren't quite as nice, the new clothes you buy. Maybe your car, you, you wait a little longer before you get those tires changed or get that oil changed. That's how normal people live their lives. They don't travel to see mom for Thanksgiving. So while people are suffering, this Biden regime has gone for the unorthodox strategy of telling them, everything's great. Here's Papa Joe eating some ice cream. He ain't worried about it. Our economy is strong as hell. The internals are. Inflation is worldwide. It's worse off everywhere else than it is in the United States. So the problem is the lack of economic growth and sound policy in other countries, not so much ours. And that's how it's worldwide inflation. It's consequential. 
even if you are a Democrat, and I know we have Democrats who hate watch the show, I get it, you're welcome, but even if you are a Democrat, how does that land to you? How does that land to you? Maybe you're suffering, or I bet you money you know someone who is. I hope you know people who are. I certainly do. These people are suffering. And the president, best economy in the world. I mean, yeah, there's worse other places too. It's basically their fault. It, how does that land? No ownership of anything at all. It's awful. It's absolutely awful. They're so cold. And kudos to Peter Ducey, who seems to be the only person in the room who constantly is asking these people, wait, what? Who exactly thinks the president is doing a good job on inflation? Because we've got a new poll that finds he receives his lowest job ratings on inflation, net negative 38 points. We understand that there are challenges that are uh, in front of us here in this country. Challenges in front of us in the country. Hmm. That's weird because Rear Admiral Buttigieg accidentally, you probably missed it, but accidentally gave the game away. Real challenges in this country? The truth is these people don't see these things as being challenges. Here's the, here's the challenge they face in their minds. You, you think the challenge they face is the economy and inflation and the people are unhappy. That's not the challenge in their minds. The challenge for the American communist has always been this, and it is most definitely this now. How, if I'm the American communist, and I'm in charge, how do I destroy the nation while having people not blame me for destroying the nation? Or, even better, if I can find a bunch of super suckers that'll have people believe that I'm actually trying to help the nation. Here's Pete Buttigieg, Rear Admiral. I want you to listen very closely to what he says. Tell me if you, if you pick up on it. When the president took office, uh, we were facing an economy that was at risk of going into freefall. The American Rescue Plan stopped that. Freefall. The American Rescue Plan stopped that, but the American Rescue Plan didn't do anything. Jesse, the American Rescue Plan, all it did was accelerate the freefall. It... That's the point. Don't ever forget this. Don't ever forget this. Set Joe Biden aside. He may be this way, he may not. His brain's so far gone, it doesn't matter. Don't ever forget this. Joe Biden is not running the country. His people around him are running the country. And the communists around him, the Susan Rices, the rear admirals, the others, they hate the United States of America. These are all full-blown communist academics who've been taught their entire lives that America is a wretched, evil place and they're trying to destroy it. And they're trying to destroy it with the full knowledge, by the way, you, maybe you hear the sirens in the background. Is that the FBI coming for us? Probably. Anyway, they're trying to destroy the country and they don't have to worry about destroying the country. Remember, these people, the people really making decisions on behalf of the country, whether it comes to inflation, ga gas prices, whatnot, they don't care about re-election. Jesse, that's gonna hurt Joe Biden in the midterms. Susan Rice doesn't care. <laughs> if, the, if the midterms happen and what happens, what looks like is going to happen actually happens with the GOP taking over the House, maybe the Senate to every other state in the country, it just be crazy. 
And Democrats find themselves completely out of legislative power. They'll still own the administrative state, but totally out of legislative power. If that happens after November, there's this big red wave. Susan Rice isn't going to wake up the morning after the election and say, oh, no, dang it. All of our plans are ruined now because they picked Republicans. Shoot, that sucks, guys. Susan Rice will wake up that morning, pull out her phone, type up an email to Joe. Here's my resignation letter, Joe. Thanks for the memories. I appreciate that. Right off to Wall Street, she'll go to make millions. Or CNN or MSNBC make millions. Academia make millions. She gets to hop off that sinking ship like it's nothing. They don't care. They're in this to win it. And for them, winning means destruction. It means 25% of your retirement savings gone. That's what we've already experienced. $2.1 trillion from from 401ks gone. $2.1 trillion. Now, maybe this is your current situation and you're sitting there nodding your head saying, boy, I know what that's like, Jesse. Maybe it's not. But in case you don't realize it, understand this. People, they work their whole lives. They stash some money away in a 401k, something like that, so they can retire one day. So eventually you can say goodbye to your career, grab the husband, grab the old lady, take off, vacation, retire, find a little house somewhere, maybe a big house somewhere, depending on how well you did. But you finally say goodbye to work, and and people have a date in their mind, usually. That's how it usually works. I've worked with a lot of older folks. They'll have uh, five years, and I'm done. Ten years, and I'm done. I got this date. I've done all the numbers. Everything's working out, and I'm done. Jesse is 65. I'm gone. Jesse is 70. I'm gone. I'm Jesse, I'm walking away. I'm gone. Imagine having that plan. I'm gone in five, ten years. I'm going to take my wife to Rome. We've always wanted to go. And then having Joe Biden get elected and wipe out your 401k so bad, it's another five years now. That's not the future or what might happen. That's what Americans are going through right now. But don't worry. You can get tax credits for going green. That'll make you feel better. Yeah, I just, I'm just curious, and a lot of Americans are curious, when the so-called Inflation Reduction Act will really start to bring down inflation. So the, the many parts of the bill will start to take effect next year. For example, there are tax credits for energy to help people weatherize their homes uh, and also bring down other forms of energy costs. So we are focused on helping to make that transition to clean energy in a way that brings down energy costs. I'm sure that's quite a comfort as you've watched your 401k disappear. All that may have made you uncomfortable, but I am right. We still have, man, we have a great show for you tonight. Before we get to that great show, though, let's talk about emergency food. I know that's not the most pleasant thing to talk about in the world because what, what happens whenever I talk about emergency food or I tell you the things I bought for emergency food from my Patriot Supply, whenever I bring this up, it's always doomsday, isn't it? Oh, my gosh, Jesse, what happened? Is the grocery store going to go away? The Jesse, what is, is this tomorrow? Man, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I know it looks really bad. I know the things people tell me, not just about inflation and interest rates, but about the food supply worldwide, the droughts, the wars, the, 
Is it really bad out there? I know when I look at my three-month food kit for everyone in my home, I know it makes me feel better. Whenever I make preparations, it makes me feel better. It makes me sleep better at night. I've been a My Patriot Supply fan for a long time, long before they partnered with the show. I actually geeked out the day I found out they were partnering with the show, that they were fans too. That's freaking cool. But they have emergency food kits, $250 off right now. That's huge. That's a huge deal. If you want one, and you should, everyone in your home should have three months worth of food. Everyone. If you just live alone, just get one. It's fine. Three of you get three of them. Everyone needs three months. All right? Go to preparewithjessikelly.com. Okay? Preparewithjessikelly.com. We'll be back. Each morning, the President of the United States receives a highly classified briefing on the most important issues facing the country. It's called the President's Daily Brief, or PDB. It's delivered by America's spies and analysts. Well, now you can hear your very own PDB in the form of a podcast hosted by me, Brian Dean Wright, a former CIA operations officer. Each morning at 6 a.m. Eastern, I'll bring you 15 to 20 minutes of the most important issues facing the country giving you the critical intelligence and analysis you need to start your morning. of a painting or the protection of our planet and people. <laughs> These people are so weird. Joining me now, Evita Duffy, staff writer at the Great Federalist and co-founder of the Chicago Thinker. Evita, all right, legitimate question, because you have a great piece out on this in the Federalist today. I think about this sometimes when I look at these pink-haired freaks. How do they have time for all this? Do these people not have jobs? Even if I wanted to do that when I was younger, I don't think I'd have time. No, I don't know. I think they should really get a job. I mean, vandalizing a, a beloved Van Gogh painting um, in your free time, it does not seem very constructive, absolutely. But uh, what's really, I think, not just bizarre, but actually frustrating about this that video and, and a bunch of other climate crazy protests that are happening in Europe right now is that these climate fanatic policies are why Europe is in a a very uh, concerning uh, energy crisis right now. I mean, families can't afford to to keep their homes or to feed their children. Um, and it's because they say, you know, they, what they're saying actually, and what's really, as you saw at the end of that clip, was that the reason um, that they're, 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 they're uh, wanting these climate policies to happen is because we rely too much on Russia, that we, that they, that they rely too much on Russia, that they want, um, Russian energy to 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 be um, obsolete that they rely on green energy, but the reason that actually they're relying on green energy is because these climate policies in Europe, these World Economic Forum policies that want them to go to zero emissions, um, hasn't worked. That the solar energy, the solar energy, wind energy, um, is insufficient, and so to fill in the gaps, they've had to now rely on Russia, um, and and obviously that's that's not working for them. Russia's in a big war with Ukraine, and they can't they can't afford to be providing that kind of energy to Europe, and I and they don't want to, frankly. Um, and and so it's it's really frustrating to see them sort of rally for climate. Well, at that these climate policies are the cause 
of so many families suffering right now. And I also want to mention the American media who's covering this this tomato throwing and uh, tomato soup throwing and, and all these other climate protests. Well, there are hundreds of thousands taking to the streets in almost every major European city to to protest um, the the uh, cost of living because of these climate policies. Do they know that's why? Because I, I think about this sometimes. I think about it when it comes to America. People complain about inflation now. Well, inflation sucks. I'm mad about inflation. Are they mad about shutting yeah. down an economy for a virus and printing trillions of dollars? Or are they mad about inflation? Because those are two different things. Do you think, or do you get the sense, you've studied it, I haven't, the people in Europe, you think they understand why energy costs are unaffordable now? Yeah, I, I think that it's it's a it's very similar to what's happening in the United States, where where there's a a a disconnect between a lot of people. I think we're all living in our own little little bubbles, so to speak, and so you have some people who are who are just, especially particularly young people, who are just paying attention to to left wing news sources and and honestly in their hearts believe and have been lied to that the reason we are in an energy or an energy crisis right now is because. Um, we aren't relying enough on green energy. And it's actually the green energy policies that are the problem, but they don't know that. Um, and, and But I think that there's a, a much louder, I mean, I'm sorry, much not louder, but a, a, a much stronger majority of people. Maybe they're not as quite as loud as these climate activists who understand what's happening, and that's why they've taken to the streets. And you've seen this revolt um, in Europe, and you've seen, you know, I, they've, they've actually elected a lot of right-wing governments in, in Italy, for example. I mean, it's had it's have leftists in America very concerned, very upset, but it's a, a honest, raw, real reaction to the kind of globalist policies that people are, are so, are waking up to. Evita, I don't know uh, how young you are, nor is that my business, but you're clearly a lot younger than me, and I see a lot of these college kids, college-age kids in this country getting sucked into this climate stuff. I know in my own neighborhood, all the teenage kids, all Republican parents, they'll all buy, they'll all tell you about greenhouse gases. Why? Why is this catching on with young people? I would think they would reject that kind of dogma. Yeah, well, I think part of it has to do with just the age. I mean, in the 1970s, you had uh, global cooling. And I think that's why a lot of older people, people my parents' age, my grandparents' age, saying, hey, we've seen this before. We know this is crazy. We know this is about politics and not about the climate. Um, but a lot of young people don't know that. I mean, they're actually being fed this this climate agenda in a very uh, a, a very scary way. There's a lot of fear mongering going on in, in in colleges. I'd say more actually in elementary schools. Students come home reporting anxiety and depression to their parents because they're so afraid about climate change, which is obviously ridiculous. But it is a it is a real campaign to usher in leftist, Democrat, socialist policies via this climate agenda. And if they know that they'll be able to do it, if they can get people scared enough and they know that the old generation isn't going to get, get, going to buy it as much as the younger generation who doesn't have the, the sort of background knowledge to know that this has been around for a long time. Evita, I saw this little video you did in New York City. Well, here it is. Do you believe that men can get pregnant? No. No. Hell no. <laughs> no, I don't think so. No, I, I don't think that's possible, no. No, I don't think that men can get pregnant, no. Um... Do you believe that men can get pregnant? Oh, oh no. <laughs> That's a good one. I don't know yet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no. Why do you say that? Because they don't have a womb. They don't have the requires. Biologically, it's not possible. 
amazing we live in an era where that question even needs to be asked. But, Evita, there does seem to be quite the disconnect from the people who run our culture, from entertainment to politics, and normal people. And the disconnect is wide when it comes to stuff like this. Are the communists, have they finally gone too far? Are they losing? Yeah, it's, it's such a good question because, I mean, I, I think... It is such a minority that actually believes men can get pregnant that buys into this trans agenda. And if I talk to regular people, young and old, most of them say, no, that's crazy. That doesn't make any sense. Um, and you saw that in the video. Um, and I think that, you know, this is actually, it, it's it's part of this, this uh, not agenda, it's, it's the uh, one of the talking points for the midterms coming up, you know, that they, they've wanted to focus really on social issues instead of the economy, instead of inflation, gas prices, people can't, you know, afford their groceries. Um, and so they've, they've taken to abortion and to transgender rights and, and all these other social issues to, to shift focus away. And the truth is the American people just aren't with them. I mean, you, you saw it from the video, especially with, you know, if you talk about abortion, most people, you know, want restrictions, at least at some stage um, when it comes to trans issues, people don't believe that men can get pregnant. And actually, a lot of people are waking up to the the scary parts of the trans agenda, not just with children, but also you see in in uh, in batter uh, in women's shelters, um, they have now have to accept men. So there's a there's a lot of danger in that. At, in in women's prisons, they now have to accept biological men and actually have to administer birth control to the women because um, you know it's it's not they they're not being housed with with regular women, and, and sometimes they can get pregnant. I mean, this is very dangerous. It's it's very um, anti-woman. And I think that most sensible American people, whether they're Democrats or Republicans, just aren't buying it. What do you think of New York now? I just got back from there. The whole place smells like weed now. It's weird. It does. Yeah. I actually talked to a lot of people who were who were there also. So I, I talked about, um, do they feel safe, safe in, in the city? And it was interesting. I, a lot of the tourists who were there for a day, for two days said, oh yeah, we feel safe, people are fine. But all of the locals said that they felt very unsafe, that they had their, somebody said they had my, I had my wallet stolen. Um, I, I had a friend who was shot a few days ago. I mean, like really horrible reports of just the status of that city. Um, and it, it's, it's, it's definitely a, a cause for concern, not just in New York City, actually in, in all blue cities, major blue cities across the country, you're seeing these rising crime rates. That's another thing Democrats don't have going for them come the midterms. Um, it's just people don't feel safe anymore. Evita, come back soon. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. You know what gets that weed smell out in New York? You know what New York needs? I know what they need. Eden Pure Thunderstorms. They just need to get these Eden Pure Thunderstorms and plug them in all over the city. You know why? Because Eden Pure takes odors out of the air. Doesn't cover up odors. It's not like that weird oil thing you have plugged in in your house that puts kind of the gross potpourri smell out. No, it kills viruses and mold and cleans the air in your home or office the way nature does after a thunderstorm. That's why they call it a thunderstorm. Wait, this is miraculous. Eden Pure, I just had this idea. Eden Pure does. They need to partner with New York and plug Eden Pure thunderstorms. Maybe they can make big ones, gigantic ones that'll work in the city. Call me, New York. I'll get you hooked up with Eden Pure. Mean, in the meantime, they have a three-pack for sale for you. I have six of these things. So look, I'm not telling you to do something I haven't done. You can get a three-pack of Eden Pure Thunderstorms for under $200. That's a three-pack for $200 off. Free shipping, too. 
Go to EdenPureDeals.com, code JESSE, all right? EdenPureDeals.com, code JESSE. We'll be back. talk about midterms real quick because it's crazy didn't it kind of sneak up on you i'll be frank i try to pay attention to this stuff being as how it's my job totally snuck up on me we're three weeks away three weeks away from today from election day and let me just say this because everything's so heavy now and everything sucks right inflation sucks gas prices suck it's just it's just raining suck on us right i'm not even talking about vice president you know we're not going into that right now but it's just raining suck on us right now. The midterms are going to be awesome. And not just for the reasons you're thinking. It's not just about Congress and the Senate. That'll be good. Yeah, I know the GOP still sucks, but at least we'll have some kind of a check on these nutballs. But locally and statewide, it is going to be a red tsunami sweeping through this country. A massive indictment on the Democratic Party. It's going to be fanta- fantastic. Now, I do have to point something out before I go into this, though. My uh, producers on the show, Matt and John, they didn't think I was going to say this on the air, but I am. You see, they type me up a little rundown every day of the various elements and things like that. And you've heard the phrase intents and purposes, right? Intents and purposes. You should see what they have written down here. Somebody, one of them, I don't want to call him out. One of them wrote down intensive purposes. <laughs> let's take a minute and laugh at Matt and John. All right, now let's hear from Rear Admiral Buttkick. I do think we run the risk because there have been so many accomplishments, right? The CHIPS Act that's bringing manufacturing back to the United States, uh, the PACT Act getting veterans the benefits they deserve, of course, the infrastructure bill, the Inflation Reduction Act. On top of that American Rescue Plan, uh, you know, in some ways, having achieved so much legislatively makes it uh, hard to talk about it all at once because there are just so many accomplishments. Do you think, honestly, just, just pause here for a moment, just pop into my head. I have something else I wanted to say about this, but do you think, you think the Rear Admiral has a moment, like when he gets on TV and he says that nonsense, just total Baghdad Bob propaganda. Do you think he has a moment where he goes home, looks in the mirror and says to himself, man, I'm, I'm embarrassing. I'm an embarrassing person. I'm just simply a puppet of the regime out there saying whatever I want. Do you think Rear Admiral Buttigieg, do you think he's embarrassed about debasing himself? Oh, actually, he probably is not given. You know what, that's just, we're moving along. Well, in spite of all those successes, um, the governor's race in New York apparently is up for grabs. Now, keep in mind, Cuomo just won New York by 23 points four years ago. 23. That officially makes New York maybe the bluest state in the union. It is a Democrat state. Zeldin, he's within a few points now. A few points. Now, why? Crime. You see, here's the thing. There are obviously committed communists who know that's what they are. They're all throughout our government and the administrative state. They're in entertainment. and There are plenty of committed communists, but they're not the majority of the left in this country. The majority of the left in this country, they're just simply well-meaning idiots. 
They don't even know they're committed communists. They think, oh, I'm just a feminist. Oh, I'm just for civil rights. No, no, you're just a useful tool to the communists. That's all you are. So that's what you've become. And those people, the well-meaning ones, when they actually get to taste communist policies, they don't enjoy them. Things like crime. You can't even go into the New York City subway system anymore. Twelve people this year alone have been pushed onto the track. Another guy just got killed. What do they do? The violent criminals who occupy the subway, in case you've never been down there, I'm sure you can understand what it looks like. You see that platform right there? And the subways, are, they're coming both ways. They come real fast, right? They're going to come blazing in and then stop. They'll stand behind you and shove you onto the tracks, splattering you in front of the subway. That's not a nice way to go. And look, the cashless bail stuff, because of this crime stuff, people have seen so many of these videos, this has become something Republicans are running on across the country because Democrats support these policies. Well, I would just say that one way we deal with gun violence is to take the bad people that are doing the shootings and lock them up and not in cash bail like Ms. Abrams wants to do. One of the issues is we're not keeping criminals in jail. And Lieutenant Governor, was, uh, when he was in the legislature, wrote the bill to eliminate cash bail. We need to not do radical things. Tim calls me an extremist. <laughs> Ending cash bail is on the far left of his own party, and it's the very sort of thing that makes our streets less safe. We need you, more cash bail for violent criminals. We need to make sure that we're not letting these complete scumbags out of jail because Tim Ryan's desperate to be president. Mm -mm. J.D. Vance bringing the heat there at the end. It's going to be a good November. Three weeks. We're three weeks away. Can you taste it? All right. It's enough of that. Let's talk to Gordon Chang about nuclear war. <laughs> we'll get to that in a moment. Let's also talk about you being stuck in your timeshare when you don't have to be. You know you don't have to be, right? I know how it goes. They get you with those seminars. I know how it goes. Fancy postcards. Look at the sandy beaches. And then you go use your timeshare. And I hope you did enjoy it for a time. Lots of people do. But the thing is, so many of these timeshare companies, they're ripoff artists. They get you in, but that's not the real benefit for them. That's not where the, that's not where the real moolah is. They keep you in. They don't make money on you year one. They make money on you year ten. Ah, uh, Jesse, I want to cancel. They tell you, no, 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 you should have read the fine print. Sorry, can't cancel. You can cancel. Lone Star Transfer will get you out. 99% success rate. 99%. They put it in writing. And they put it in writing that they'll get you out. They even give you a time frame. Talk about the Babe Ruth calling your shot. You're one phone call away from freedom, all right? Make it. 844-310-2646. Eight four four three one zero two six four six. We'll be back. The resolution of the Taiwan issue is a Chinese matter for us Chinese people to decide. We insist on striving for the prospect of peaceful reunification with the greatest sincerity and with the greatest effort. However, we are not committed to abandoning the use of force, and we reserve the option of taking all necessary measures. That doesn't sound good at all. 
Joining me now, Gordon Chang, author of The Coming Collapse of China. Gordon, okay, people are not as boned up as you are, to put it mildly, on the politics of China and Xi Jinping and what's going on with elections over there and his, his goals for China. So you know what? The floor is yours. Take it, Gordon. What's going on? The thing that really should concern us is that Xi Jinping, in this speech, of course, he talked about Taiwan. Uh, that's nothing new. But he did talk about it in starker terms. And that is a warning. Because for the Chinese, propaganda is really important. I mean, we are Americans. We don't think any of these words matter. But the Chinese do. And the other thing, Jesse, that I really found ominous was that during this speech, Xi Jinping didn't mention what was important to the Chinese people. Uh, that's youth unemployment and plunging property prices. That, to me, suggests he doesn't have any answers to that, which means that he's probably going to try to distract the Chinese people from domestic problems at home, which means there could very well be war in Taiwan or some other place. Now, Gordon, when in history have the leaders of a country ever thrown their country into war to distract people from their problems domestically? That would never happen. Of course it would never happen, Jesse. All we, we shouldn't worry about any of this stuff. Um, but yeah, the, the Chinese um, Communist Party is not only implementing the biggest military buildup since the Second World War, what it's also doing is getting the Chinese people prepared for war. Um, I heard from a Chinese entrepreneur told me that Chinese Communist cadres actually visited him and ordered him to switch from civilian production, he's making medical products, to switch from civilian pro uh, production to production for the Chinese military. And that these orders were given to other people. And that matter of fact, the party was operating once privately owned factories because entrepreneurs left. They did not want to stick around for Xi Jinping's war. Okay, that is frightening. Now let me... <laughs> Let me ask you this, Gordon. Now, this may sound like a stupid question, but I'm genuinely curious. You brought up youth unemployment and property values. A lot of people don't realize what China has done. I mean, they, have, they built entire cities that went unoccupied. Just really crazy financial things. War is expensive, okay? It's one thing to want Taiwan. It's another thing to torpedo a young entrepreneur's medical business for your medical supplies. That's money that's not going to the bottom line. How can China afford a war? Um, the question is whether Xi Jinping can afford not to have a war. If he, for instance, believes that the Communist Party's rule is at risk um, and he feels he might die anyway or the party might lose power, then he could very well roll the dice. Um, you know, we're facing a similar situation in Ukraine with a failing Russian war effort. Vladimir Putin feels he might, you know, he might feel that others would take him out. And if he feels that he's going to lose everything anyway, he might as well use his most destructive weapons. It's the same psychology. And remember, Vladimir Putin and Xi Jinping are as thick as thieves. So I think they probably share the same mentality. Okay, we'll get to the American portion of what I'm about to ask in a moment, but Taiwan. Taiwan, it's not some backwater tribe, right? This is, this is a country that's very modern. I realize they're far from being China, but they certainly can make somebody feel the sting of trying to take them. Can they sting China? I know they can't stop them. Can they sting them? They can sting China. They could drag this out for a very long time, just like the Ukrainians are dragging out the um, Ukraine war. The question is, who's going to come to help them? Now, uh, 
President Biden has said on four occasions that the United States would, but on four occasions, his subordinates have overruled him. And the one thing Xi Jinping may think is that um, if the United States doesn't come to help, if Japan doesn't come to help, if Australia doesn't come to help, then he probably can take Taiwan, especially if he uses his nukes. Um, we have to remember that the Chinese are probably going to use every weapon in their arsenal. Um, and that would simplify things for Xi Jinping. Well, why would he use nukes when it's my understanding, and you correct me if I'm wrong, he doesn't want to destroy Taiwan. He wants to take Taiwan. Nukes are kind of the, uh, well, we're going to have to rebuild after we're done using it thing, are they not? Yes. Um, and of course, he would prefer to take Taiwan intact. But um, we've got to remember that he wants Taiwan not because of its semiconductor fabs, or he doesn't want it because it's a vibrant society. He wants it because he feels it's an existential threat to Communist Party rule. The way he views it is it undermines the critical Communist Party narrative that the Chinese people can't govern themselves. Now, people in Taiwan don't consider themselves Chinese, but Xi Jinping does. And Xi Jinping's propaganda machine has convinced the Chinese people that they're Chinese. So really what this does is it goes to the heart of the Communist Party. And yes, he'd prefer it would not be a radioactive slab, but he will take a radioactive slab if he feels that he's eliminated a threat to Communist Party rule. All right, Gordon, uh, the Secretary of the Army had a doozy the other day. I want you to listen to this for a second in terms of, you know, soldiers coming from um, marginalized communities or, you know, demographics that are not widely represented in the Army. That's part of why we've got to emphasize positive command climates and inclusion. You know, we get criticized, frankly, sometimes for being woke. I'm not sure what woke means. I think woke means a lot of different things to different people. We do have a wide range of soldiers in our Army and we've got to make them all feel included. And that's why a lot of our diversity, equity, and inclusion programs are important. Gordon, how focused is the Chinese military on diversity, equity, and inclusion? Not at all. Not, absolutely not. Gordon. There's nothing more that you need to say <laughs> on that, Jesse. That's all you had to say. Now, I do want to ask about the election. The, uh, a lot of people don't know how the Chinese government works. I'm far from an expert myself. Xi Jinping, is he, does he have another four years? Is he, is he dictator for life? What, what is he right now as far as his power set there? Like, for instance, Putin, everyone thinks Putin has elections, or at least that they have elections, but for some reason he always seems to get reelected convincingly. What's the Xi Jinping political model in China? Well, most everyone thinks that he will get a president-breaking third term as general secretary of the Communist Party on Sunday. Um, but, you know, a lot of people, we just don't know. Um, and, the, you know, the Communist Party has become less transparent over time. So a lot of people, including me, are just spitballing on this. Um, you know, they can take us by surprise. Um, but the overwhelming majority, virtually everybody, says, yes, he will get his third term. The issue to watch is whether he gets a third term with any restrictions on his ability to act. Um, some people think that he will. Most people think he won't. But again, this is something that we are going to find out when we find out. But if he does get his third term and if he has no restrictions on power, 
then we have to watch out because that means that he can then accomplish his aims like invading Taiwan or doing something else that could take down the international system. Gordon Chang, thank you so much, man. I appreciate it. Thank you, Jesse. I really appreciate it. We are living in interesting times, are we not? We're also living in funny times, though. We have a light in the mood next. We got dome on it. Who doesn't love to laugh at dome? We'll get to that in a moment. Before we get to that, let's get to this. Your health insurance. I, to, 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 to stay with me for a second. I know it's difficult to find goods and services with companies that share your values because so much of corporate America has been taken over by disgusting filth. But it does exist. In many industries, it does exist. There is some where it doesn't, right? Try to find a cable provider that shares your values, right? But health insurance, it does exist. It's called One Share Health. They are a faith-based insurance company. Your values are their values. They don't take your money and put commercials on TV that you have to cover up your child's eyes to see. Their values are your values. They have great coverage, incredible prices, whatever you want to, vision, dental, 24-7 telehealth, whatever you need, they have it with your values. Go to my.onesharehealth.com slash Kelly, promo code Jesse Kelly gets you 75 bucks off your enrollment fee. Go now. We'll be back. I wonder about Dome sometimes. I'm talking about Vice President Kamala Harris. I, I wonder about her sometimes. I find her to be fascinating in a horrifying way, really. Kind of like a car wreck. You know how you drive by a car wreck and you're looking? Don't lie. I know you're looking. You're looking over there. Oh, no. Is that an ambulance? Oh, man. I don't think anyone made it out of there. I know you do that. Everyone does that. That's how I look at Dome. She's 57. I think 57. Maybe she turned 58. But she's 57 years old. And she's lived a life in politics for so long that she's now devoid of any personality. But here's what's wild about that. Lots of politicians don't really have a soul anymore. They give that up when they run for office. But they know how to pretend. They have little moments where they can be wildly charming, like most sociopaths can. Dome, whatever that, whatever that step was, hey, I gotta, hey, let's develop a personality I can pretend to have. She doesn't have one. So somehow she comes off even cringier <laughs> when she tries to have one. Here's Dome talking about Venn diagrams. <laughs> I love Venn diagrams. <laughs> you know, the, the three circles, sometimes there are more. Remember Venn diagrams, those three circles? Right. And then let's just see where they overlap. You will not be surprised because I have constructed a Venn diagram on this. Remember those three circles, how they overlap? I love Venn diagrams. So <laughs> I just do. I asked my team to do a Venn diagram of where these attacks are happening. You know, I asked my team to do a Venn diagram for me. When you look at a diagram of the... Uh, it, just a Venn diagram in that regard, it, it tells a, a real tale. <laughs> I'll see you tomorrow. Each morning, the President of the United States receives a highly classified briefing on the most important issues facing the country. It's called the President's Daily Brief, or PDB. It's delivered by America's spies and analysts. 
Well, now you can hear your very own PDB in the form of a podcast hosted by me, Brian Dean Wright, a former CIA operations officer. Each morning at 6 a.m. Eastern, I'll bring you 15 to 20 minutes of the most important issues facing the country, giving you the critical intelligence and analysis you need to start your morning. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.